Yep. Sorry, I'll stop clicking and all that. I was just doing this while I was waiting for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's fine. I think it adds some very good ambient noise. <laughs> some ambient. Exactly. Some people are into that, man. <laughs> I don't think they are. Love a good no, clack, really. bro. Hello and welcome to Completely Unprepared Podcast. My name is David. I'm Andy Reid's shirt. <laughs> and I'm... Cliff Kingsbury's large empty fire pit. <laughs> Great fantasy name. <laughs> uh, there has to be a power ranking somewhere of all of the head coach and GM setups and which was the best. Because I, I respect Andy Reid and I also respect uh, Bill Belichick for like just being casually in a house that really doesn't look like theirs given how much money they make yes i agree you could say that same thing about roger goodell's basement eh, that chair easily costs uh at least a third of my remaining college student loan debt <laughs> yeah no that was a there, there's definitely some cushiness going on there Easily. Yeah, that was a fun draft. It was fun watching Jake from fall and fall and fall. And then like even the Bills owner afterwards is like, Yeah, we didn't want him, but we just couldn't pass him up yeah. at that position. He's like, I mean, he's been on yeah. best available all day. So Yeah. He he said it in a nicer way than I did, but his yeah, they said more that, like they weren't expecting him to fall, and once they did, they weren't yeah. playing on taking a quarterback, but they couldn't pass him up. So they, yeah. But like, it still yeah. is like kind of similar to what you said at the same time. Yeah, and he said in a lot fewer words than that. Probably. I just saw a headline <laughs> that I'm recalling from a couple of days ago. Yesterday. Then, yep, yeah, just yeah, just yesterday, <laughs> one day ago, twenty four hours ish ago. Yeah, <laughs> approximately, approximately. Listen, time doesn't really exist in coronavirus. That's it true. does too. Okay, <laughs> just a little weirder. <clears throat> it's much more in flux than normal. Yeah, I thought the UDFA was a lot more interesting. Um, Tyler Huntley from Utah went to the Ravens to back up uh, Lamar Jackson. They also took Jason Breeland, or Jason Jacob Breeland out of Oregon, the tight end, which is an awesome snag. Um, yeah. His only issue is, you know, uh, his injury took him out for the entire season, so that dropped him a lot. Um, who else was cool? Uh, like we already said, oh, <laughs> the Browns got a QB from Princeton. <laughs> what? Yeah. Interesting. They, uh, I guess they wanted somebody smarter. Uh, John Houston, USC inside linebacker, goes to Pittsburgh. Don't know who that is, but he was UC USC, so maybe you guys do. Yeah, he's all right. 
don't know. USC wasn't really much of a powerhouse, so it's hard to like even say much on him. But I don't recognize him offhand, so I don't have much to say. Picked up an Auburn fullback. Um, yeah, the uh, Evan Weaver finally went in the like I think seventh round to the Cardinals, which is a huge snag. That dude was legit for Cal last year. I couldn't believe that he kept dropping and dropping, but that was great. Hawaii had another quarterback drafted. Last time, uh-huh. we, did that, last time we did that was back when uh, we had Colt Brennan. And you know how great he turned out in the NFL? <clears throat> Wait, he's still playing, right? <laughs> he is now a high school coach for Lelehua High School. It's a pretty good coach to have. Probably. Yeah. Um, oh, the Colts picked up Rodrigo Blankenship, the glasses kicker from Georgia. I was wondering when it was going to happen to him. I was surprised oh. he didn't get drafted. Yeah. It, to be fair, I mean, I think three kickers went before him. Yeah. The first one being the Patriots taking the fourth kick- round. Uh, fifth round. Fifth round. There we go. Yeah. They took the kicker out of Marshall. But I looked that dude up. And like in high school and in college, he was the biggest guy on the team. I see what they see in him. <laughs> the, at least Mar- the Marshall from a kicker? Physical standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. He's also had, I, I think it's him who's had some like fucking shady shit come out about him too. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. Jamel Hill was like tweeting about him, and that's never good if you're a white guy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> facts well that's the kind of thing that they uh forgive in new england oh yeah no it'll be it'll be over in a couple days i will say my favorite player that got drafted um out of all of them though is uh the wide receiver out of baylor denzel mims (laughs) mims mims i love shouting that guy's name every time i see him and now i get to do it all the time because he's in the NFL for the Jets, so I won't see him that much, but I'll still try. <laughs> so I'm not going to lie, when because I was not paying any attention, again, for the most part, uh, when you were, like, yelling just Mims in the group chat, <laughs> one, I was a little tipsy, and two, I thought you meant, like, the, like, is it a group? Like, I actually um, don't even know. No, just a rapper. Oh, acronym for music is my savior. That's what it was. Like that's all that I can think about. All I all I remember him for is well, he had two songs, but the one I remember most is this one hot. Booms. Exactly. So and that's I what I choose thought. to believe. His son is Den or is uh, was it Denzel Mims? I think. I might have just mixed it up. Anyway, wide receiver. I choose to believe that's his son, and therefore, as, as you should, because I feel I feel <laughs> like I was so upset that I because I googled like Mims NFL draft, and I'm like, oh no, it's a player <laughs> that got drafted. They did not have Mims on a Zoom call singing "This Is Why I'm Hot," and no. I was a little bit disappointed. Instead, they had Luke Bryant singing. Some play it again. I think is the name of the song, which is still dumb. Yeah, it was. That's sad. He is the most 
boring country musician that has ever existed. I swear to God. But he's just a plain old white dude. That's why he's so successful. Yep. And he sure knows how to play to an, an audience. Especially one that's a bunch of NFL fans. It's like it's like he has a formula. He's just like, he's like, okay, simple verb, rural noun. All right. Regular line, regular line. Okay, now let's say another simple verb. Listen, say what you want, but country was the original pop music. Pop music was the original pop. And then country was so honest. And then for some reason, especially over the last decade, country became 80s pop with a slide guitar. It's so bad. It's so dishonest. Which 80s is... pop with a slide guitar sounds like a terrible band name. <laughs> That's actually the uh, original name for Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> Yeah, that was their what they originally went with. Uh, it's just it's so sad because I was actually it was actually a really good like if you look at even up through the '90s, early 2000s, I'll even give it to that. Like that was some good country that came out back then. Shania Twain's the bomb. <laughs> Let's go, girls. Oh, so good. And then now we just get crap. Yeah, it breaks my heart. Anyway, so to get Jay off of a tangent. <laughs> you think I'm going to be off tangents? You're just going to put me on a different one. Yeah, off of one onto another. No worries. Every LSU time I try and make 14, a joke. LSU got 14 players drafted, tying the all-time record with the 2004 Ohio State team. Okay. Oh, Tigers. And then they got like a shit more in UDFA. Yeah. Basically, if you went to college there, you're now in the NFL. Yeah. I don't even know if they have a team anymore. I think they just disbanded and they're in the NFL. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to have to worry about that. Quick question. Quick answer. Do you know if when when was the deadline to declare for the NFL draft? Months ago. Damn. So nobody could like have found out about coronavirus and then been like, actually, I don't want to go back to college. Um, no, I don't think so. Um, and, and like, I know they're giving like the option now for seniors to come back and be super seniors and things like that. But yeah. January 17th. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Two more months and we probably would have had a few more people will be like ah never mind yeah but let's talk about the elephants in the room first one obviously being jordan love yep going to green bay yep don't like it not a big fan of it really yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of that move. It, it's just so early, and to move up to take him when like uh, you were you were really close last year. Feel yeah, like I you- mean, like I don't think they're trying to get rid of uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think they're just having a contingency plan put in place for his departure. Um, and they see it in Jordan Love, and like I see what they what they're looking at. It that he is very talented. It's just. He's undersized and he hasn't seen the same things that all the other guys have seen. 
because he's been playing for Utah State. But give him a few reps in the NFL, and I think he's got a lot of potential, at the very least. Yeah, and I don't mean to say that like I have an issue with him as a player. It's more like... It's kind of the same thing that Ben said last year, Ben Roethlisberger said last year, after the Steelers took... Uh, was it last year that they took Mason Rudolph? I think it was. It might have been the year before that. Um, uh, before, I think. Two years. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, yeah, God, time. Um, hmm. They uh, they like interviewed Ben about it, and he was just like, I mean, I saw a lot of guys. I thought that I saw a lot of guys that we could have taken that would have helped us win this year, and like that's kind of how I'm, I'm where I'm at on the Jordan Love thing. And it's I totally get that you, like you want to like you know plan for the future, and you know you might you you saw something in this guy that you know made him maybe worth that pick. And I'm not saying that he wasn't worth that pick, um, just that I would have had personally and i think as a fan uh would have had more of a win now thought about it yeah well i'm sure big ben would say that because he's he was you know had retirement in his head still like even if he's not going to retire right away it's still looming at any given moment i'm sure he wants to win now um but you can't really pay attention to what the fans want you can't pay attention to anything but what will make the team the best and I think that that's. I think it's actually a, a solid play. I mean, do you feel like it's just like it's? It was such a like long term play for like the fact that they traded up for him. Like that's well, the thing the is, most... like if you if you think he's going to be as good as he might be, um, you can still like he's still great trade fodder. It's not like you can't you know get rid of him at a different point because oh we just don't need him anymore. So. There's still a lot to be said. Like, if you think this guy is a high valuable player, which clearly they really do, then there's really not a a bad reason to take him. Um, especially as other quarterbacks age out, teams start needing guys. Because, like, look at uh, you know uh, what was a couple of years ago when the Pats traded the Colts for. Yeah, but Jacoby Brissett, mm. great quarterback. They just didn't need him, and that's fine. That's a good thing. That's a good problem to have. Yeah. So I think it's a yeah, it's I a question that. of value. Heck, the Steelers got trade at, trade value. I think it was less than what they took for him. I can't remember exactly, but they got trade value out of Joshua Dobbs. Mm. Yeah. I forget who they sent him to. I think it actually might have been the Colts. So then that. Leads to the next QB question, which was uh, the Philadelphia Eagles taking uh, not only taking a quarterback um, in the draft, but also taking one. Uh, sorry, in the UDFA because they got Jalen Hurts first of all in the draft at fifty-three, which was insane all on its own, and then they also went and got Khalil Tate out of Arizona, which is yeah. really fascinating. That was a Fun one interesting. Like, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. The best running back in all of Arizona. He's, no, he did. Did he actually set records? I know that he did, but I don't he's know. Set, how he set many. a couple of rushing records. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't. I don't even understand why you'd keep him at quarterback. I don't. Maybe they won't. I don't know. But no, it says that they've already moved him to weird to to weird receiver wide receiver. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. I don't blame him. Like, yeah, 
you get that guy in space and he is gone. So great. But similarly, it's a great pickup. So I want to, I, I want to just throw a couple comps out there that, uh, and, and see what you think, um, like how they compare to Khalil Tate. Uh, one that I don't think is quite as comparable, uh, Taysom Hill. Give me, give me a little bit of a difference between the two of them. Um, I don't think Taysom Hill got drafted this year. Well, no, but I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, like, <laughs> no, yeah. like what, what he can um, come in and like playing this versatile yeah, yeah, yeah. position. No, I mean, like, it's it's a similar idea, uh, and like, but I think, I think they're gonna flex him more as a like straight as a wide receiver than they would, uh, than they do with Taysom Hill because Taysom Hill okay. comes in, takes quarterback snaps, but I think you'll see, um, especially in Philadelphia, some of those double passes, things like that, that you can get out of him. Which comes uh, to a little bit to my to to the next one that I would think of, which is uh, Braxton Miller. Yeah, I mean, same idea. Same uh, but idea. Braxton yeah. was, I don't know. I think Khalil's much much bigger and much stronger as a runner uh, than Braxton Miller ever was. And don't get me wrong, Braxton Miller is solid as a runner, but Khalil is just another animal. So, okay. Uh, I have a lot of high hopes. I don't know how he's going to translate to the NFL. That's a complete mystery. Uh, right. Even the top picks, we even, don't know. Yeah, but even like as a, even as a player, like as in Arizona, everything about Khalil Tate was a mystery because, you know, he was the next big guy who was supposed to be great, and then all of a sudden he had an absolute garbage year where nothing interesting happened, and then he made somewhat of a comeback last year. But his first year was lights out. So it's just it's yeah. such a he's such an enigma of a player that it's hard to even uh, say what he will or won't do. But final, exciting no matter what. Final quarterback turn wide receiver comparison, Julian Edelman. <laughs> they are very different. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so Edelman is because I can't even tell you anything about like because what Edelman what makes Edelman great is he's an extremely good route runner. Yeah. Um, and I never in my life seen Khalil Tate run a route. <laughs> yeah. So I, I not not that he can't obviously, but I just I don't know what he, I don't know what it looks like. But Edelman's <laughs> Edelman knows how to get into space. I don't know if Khalil Tate can do that or not. I know once you get like Edelman is the exact opposite of what I see in Khalil Tate because you get the ball to Khalil Tate, and amazing things will happen. Just how do you get the ball to him? Right. With Edelman. You know you can get the ball to him. It's what happens afterwards. It's like, ah, maybe something cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see uh, if Tate has a chance to, like, really show off in preseason. Uh, right. To, to get a better better view of it and see if they can hold on to him. And even if they don't hold on to him, see if somebody else sees something that they can bring him in for. Yeah. All right, let's do the interesting thing and have everybody talk about their own team so that way we can hear some... No, I'm gonna theme. have to actually look up. I know most of who my team drafted. Yeah, you guys. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Okay. So you guys in the draft, you took uh, Jerry Judy, the wide receiver Alabama first, then KJ Hamler, wide receiver from Penn State, um, Michael Ojemudia, cornerback mm-hmm. out of Iowa, mm-hmm. <laughs> Lloyd Cushenberry the third. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Center He's LSU. Out of LSU. Yep. That is the whitest name. 
Lloyd Cushenberry. I didn't realize it was a third. I thought it. I thought yeah, I he just win by his fucking first loss. All right, I'm here for. Wait, I didn't even know it was. He's, he's he's not he's white. Very black. He yeah. is very black. Yeah, yeah. But his name is very white. Just wanted that on the on the record. There, <laughs> he's uh he's a uh, quite a dark person. <laughs> you uh you got Albert Okwembunam. <laughs> tight end out of Missouri, and I think all of his sisters sure. are some of the best basketball players at Notre Dame. No, wrong, wrong, Agumake. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> no. Okay, but it looks it looks similar. I know it's not the same. Agumbawale. <laughs> who those ones are? Um, you guys got Justin Strnad, which I still don't think that that's a legal word. Like you can't play that in words with friends. Strnad. No There's four consonants in a row. No way. Wait, wasn't there someone in there in the middle? Hold on. I don't trust. I think oh, you skipped I, I did. somebody. I, I, I'm sorry. I missed. I missed um, <laughs> McTubbin Agam. That's right, because we traded. Yeah. Uh, we acquired our trade. Okay, got it. Sorry. So, yeah, you You're got fine. Justin Stranod, linebacker, Wake Forest. McTelvin Agim, defensive tackle out of Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Natani Moody, guard out of Fresno State. This is like the all-time most difficult to pronounce draft roster i'm They're all going it. to denver oh i know you're having, having fun with it but i i would be doing a much worse job tyree cleveland wide receiver out of florida see now that's a name Derek chuska <laughs> defensive end out of north dakota state and then after that you guys went out and got um i don't know if you got anyone interesting really and uh yeah you really didn't get anyone interesting in udfa you got a quarterback from Vanderbilt. You got Zamari Manning, who's a wide receiver out of Tarleton State. I just think it's interesting you got another Manning. I'm sure they're from the same tree. I'm sure. Zamari is Peyton's son, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Peyton named all of his kids things completely out of left field for his typical family tree. <laughs> Zamari and Eli the second. All right. <laughs> so yeah, nothing, nothing how, too how do you there. feel about how do you feel about uh, your draft? I like I like the off, Iowa kid. First off, I like the Sorry. idea that Peyton would have named his kid Eli the <laughs> second. <laughs> Listen, don't don't question my logic. I, that's really uh, good. That's really good. Um, I I like the Iowa kid. I remember seeing that one in the third and thinking that mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that one. Mm -hmm. Um, I I remember the Arkansas kid because I remember him. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't feel that bad about that one. Um, I don't like. I I guess I always liked Jerry Judy. He was fine. I I didn't yeah. like. So how do you feel about the fact that you guys went out and got three wide receivers and a tight end in the draft? I mean, I guess it gives Locke more to work with. Yeah. Whatever. I mean. Also, like at the same time, our defense, like it's it's it feels like it's been bare bones the past couple of seasons. So I'm kind of okay with them, but like I wish that they maybe stepped up a little, little bit more in the later rounds. Yeah. At the same time, I think it's fine. Like I don't hate this, but I'm also like there's there's nothing about this as now that I'm actually looking at it that I'm like fuck yes I love this outside like the Iowa. Yeah. Outside Michael Ojemudia. Like, yeah. everything else seems pretty standard, fair, and 
Yeah. There's there's nothing really exciting. I will say that. Yeah, there's there's nothing that feels super like fuck yeah, let's go with it. I mean, I feel like some of these like the I don't I don't really guys, like follow no, KJ Hamler. I didn't really Yeah. care for him at Penn State. Not that I was like paying hella attention to begin with, but still like hella. Yeah, no. Um I think you guys had a pretty standard feeling draft um the problem that you guys are facing really with that draft is uh at least from my perspective i don't know your head coach at all so i don't have any trust in him not that he i think he's gonna do bad i just there's nothing no you're right yeah you're fine with that but at the same time also like and and I don't know if this is where you were going to go with this, but like it kind of feels like a wash rinse repeat of past years when we would just try to get a bunch of different young mm-hmm. offensive weapons and try and put them in the hands of a quarterback that is mm-hmm. okay, but like you're not really giving him any support on the line. Like you're not really, I mean, I would have preferred a couple stronger O linemen. Like it's fine. It is what it is, but yep. I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be super stoked about a bunch of new wide receivers when our our line fucking collapses and Locke is not the greatest out of the pocket. No, yeah. What it, what it reeks to me of is what I've said uh, about John Elway for a very long time. Oh, is yes. He looks at his quarterbacks and he says, wow, this quarterback is struggling. And he thinks back to his own time and says, you know what would have made me better if I had better tools to work with because I was a great quarterback and I would have had been able to do so much more with that. And that's not the case for quarterbacks that are worse than well and that's using his own perspective. That's the thing where it's so difficult with with him and with like this front office specifically is because like the reason that Peyton was so fucking successful in Denver is obviously obviously number one his arm and his physical talent right but number two and probably even more so than his physical talent is like his smarts and his deep like it's it's like a fucking like his first nature not even a second nature oh yeah understanding of the game like he he is so incredibly smart and able to make those snap decisions right and like you can't expect a young quarterback or, or like a generally mildly inexperienced quarterback or a quarterback who's like getting things, you know, all over the fucking map because it's Denver, right? Like you can't expect him to be able to now have even more options and like without that deeper kind of knowledge and understanding. And they don't give our quarterbacks nearly enough time. Like yeah. there's, there's such a run him out of town if he's not, if he's not Manning or, or fucking Elway, or even like Tebow in his first fucking season, right? Like, like yeah. even even Tebow, they gave some leeway to because he had some fucking outstanding passes. Like, for the most part, it still is the same mentality, and that's why I don't think I'm super excited about anything in particular with this draft class. Like, it's mm-hmm. it feels very similar. It feels pretty cut dry. Like, I I don't see them prioritizing that o-line anytime soon based off of this and with that i'm like meh we'll have have the exact same fucking season that we've had the past like two and a half season or two years right like maybe three years is like oh that's really cool our offense can't produce anything because they just get smothered every single time 
Yep. Well, if you need some O linemen, the Seahawks are cutting theirs left and right right now. Uh, it's very exciting. <laughs> okay, so yeah, talk talk about your team. That's a good segue. Give it to okay. us. Okay. Um, let me go over. We have one that was really interesting. I just want to make sure I have it all in front of me. You can you can start um, with who they signed before the draft even started. Oh, the re, re, yeah, with Bruce Irvin. Yeah. Yep. Eh, I don't know. There, there was definitely a strong um, emphasis that goes with our free agency choices and with our uh, draft picks, which was an extreme emphasis on defense, specifically uh, uh, the midfield of the defense. Um, we, which is really interesting because um, linebackers have not been the story for about 15 years. You know, um, the more we've gotten into this really pass heavy uh, scrambly quarterback era, there's been such a stronger emphasis on defensive ends and uh, you know, your defensive backfield and the linebacking position has kind of faded away. But I think what, uh, I saw, and I'm what I'm, I'm assuming Pete Carroll and John Schneider have seen was that we were really getting gashed last year when we would be able to lock people down to third and ten, and then all of a sudden, you know, Lamar Jackson would be able to break out of the pocket and just wiggle around for a bit until he got a first down out of nowhere, and it was just what the fuck just happened. And what it comes down to is we had linebackers who were not fast enough to get there. Like we had Bobby Wagner. Sure. That's great. But Bobby Wagner is not everybody. He can't cover the entire field. So we really put an emphasis on, we wanted, we got Bruce Irvin back. Who's also still somewhat slow at this because he's older, but he's still a big powerhouse. We got Jordan Brooks from Texas tech, big fast. I love that pick. That was a Um, really fucking good one. I like him a lot. Yeah, no, that is solid. Um, And then we really put an emphasis. uh, We got a couple defensive ends um we got one guard that was it i think i think that's what surprised seahawks fans the most is that we didn't go out and draft a bunch of linemen but that really has not ever been the emphasis on pete carroll teams right and we didn't care when we were winning <laughs> yeah this shouldn't surprise um, anybody yeah so I'm i like really that stanford kid oh colby parkinson yeah, yeah no um yeah anytime you take a tight end out of stanford that's always such a good play yeah, a hundred percent. Like all of them do great, or at least good. <laughs> at least good. I'd say even even like Kobe Fleener, who didn't end up being spectacular, like had some pr- like some pretty good games. Yeah. He was productive. He was yeah, good. he wasn't necessarily a good catching back, but he was definitely a good uh, blocker. So right. I do like that pick. Um, I was I was kind of sad when we got Stephen Sullivan because I was like, dude, I wanted. Thaddeus Moss, can't you get me Thaddeus Moss? <laughs> but that, but that's fine. Um, I think the most fun name that we got was DJ Dallas. Oh, I know. Like I right? could just imagine him fucking like out in my oh my god, so fucking great. Yeah. So I've been having fun shouting that over uh, the past couple of hours more <laughs> than freddie swain sorry i tried, I tried that's good film. it is good though i like swain a lot too he was he had a couple of heroic moments um like yeah he had the come he had the comeback against uh tennessee which is huge that that guy's been on my radar for a while i'm really glad we picked him up i think that is possibly like posi- like where we got him for the value i think that is our best pick um if that makes sense you know yeah 
Like, I don't think he's better a better pick than Jordan Brooks, but because we got him at the sixth round, I liked him. Um, the weirdest thing that we did, though, which I guess it's just, it feels, to me, it feels like fan appeasement, is we went out and got Anthony Gordon from Washington State. Um, mm. He had some moments that I was like, oh, this guy's great. But after that UCLA game, he was not the same quarterback. And I like to think that that won't carry over into his now professional career. But it was just like, what do you still see in him? You know, he had he had one season that he started and he was good in four of those games. But the one thing I will say that I always want to put an emphasis on is that teams do not draft based on your college success. They I was going to say his combine. Exactly. Well, that, that too. But I mean, like they draft on what they think you can do in the NFL. Because if they're if they're only drafting on your co- in your college accolades, there wouldn't even be a need for a draft. They'd just be like, okay, let me just whoever's on the top team, give me those guys. We'll just flag yeah. down from there. Like, but what is it? Three guys from New Mexico State got drafted or some shit like that. <laughs> they look for what will translate to the NFL, because college is a glass cannon game. It's like everybody's undersized. Fuck it, we're just gonna be fast. And in the NFL, they're like, we need you to be fast and big. We'll sacrifice some of the speed to get you bigger. So. Anyway, all of that suffices to say, what do you got on the Steelers, David? Well, I'm very excited about picks? Chase Claypool um, from Notre Dame, the wide receiver who is mm-hmm. fucking huge and fucking fast. Uh, his route running on like his highlight videos that they were doing didn't look like anything special, but I don't know what it was drawn up as either. It just, it, he just looked a little, um, like let's say like his agility didn't look super high, but you know, when you're that big, it, it doesn't really surprise me that much. Um, yeah, but he looks, he looks, I think you guys got like looks dope. the most like unexciting draft I've seen. Team. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was. I was not, about not to say that they won't be good, But like, who the fuck are anybody in that? So in that pool. So this is literally what I was gonna say. Was like, that's who I'm really excited about. And then we took a player from Charlotte, two players from Maryland, somebody from Louisiana, and somebody from Nebraska. I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> have to just go ahead and trust them on this one. Anthony McFarland Jr. from Maryland, the running back looks fast as fuck and looks super shifty and I have no idea if it's going to translate. I hope it does. He also apparently like weighed in pretty high for considering how short he is. So that's a pretty cool like yeah. low center of gravity, fast guy. Like that's got that's got some some promise, but I'm just yeah. going to have to take their words on this one. I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> I just I would have expected you guys to be the the wide receiver team, right? Cuz like you have Juju Smith-Schuster and I mean, I think they don't. They still have. Else. They don't still have Dante Moncrief, but they have Deontay Johnson from last year. Um, yeah, I mean, he was only in his first year. You know, you gotta give him a little more time there. And even his first year, what he was playing with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. I mean, yeah, I'm. I'm just saying, like you had nothing exciting going at this, the wide receiver position. They got James Washington. Like none. Like all of these guys feel like they were. They like they're. Like, it feels like Juju is probably maybe a one, probably a two. 
and the rest of the guys feel like they would be like wide receiver fours on whatever team they played on at like at, exactly. the, at the ceiling. That's what I'm saying. Like the fact that you guys didn't target more wide receivers was surprising. Yeah. Not necessarily a bad decision, just surprising. And then your free agency was equally boring. <laughs> yeah, but they they pretty traditionally don't do much in free agency. Yeah, you guys got a lot of players, relatively speaking. Just they'll they'll like grab people at like weird times, like you know, uh, uh, Joe Hayden suddenly becomes available a couple seasons ago, and they're like, "Yep, yeah. we're gonna snatch him right up." It's like, well, why don't you yeah. pick up like the Joe Hayden of free agency? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, um, they still have Dion Kane. They s- currently have Amari Darbo on the roster. Um, oh, that's a good one. Ryan like Switzer's on the team. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Switzer was fun in college. Yeah. <laughs> um, they grabbed. David's <laughs> 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 like. <laughs> is yeah. he? Is he your guys' return specialist? I'm pretty sure he's the returner. Yeah, I, I've yeah. seen him doing a lot of returning. Um, yeah, I know that was his. Uh, claim to fame for the nfl so far well i'm, I'm just i'm laughing because like the, the college comment is is true and then but like also the fact that you have to say it is where it's like eh. and then yeah, i remember looking at uh, i remember watching him in college and going wow him and this mitchell trubisky guy are so good <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's he's ryan switzer i didn't realize he's five eight Oh yeah, he's a little dude. I, mean, I knew he was little. I didn't realize that he was that little. Um, I know every player that's five eight. It's important to me. <laughs> well, they have it's another wide receiver, Quadri Henderson, who's also five eight. So there you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, you guys just have like the most boring team I've ever heard of. It's which weird. Is really weird. It's weird, and and like our running backs are ago, James Conner had... and yeah, and two years ago ben you had Snell. the most exciting offense in the entire league. And now you have who <laughs> your star your your star right now is Juju Smith Schuster, who was number four three years ago or two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, Consistency. But we got a fucking ridiculous defense. So Yeah, that's I mean that, and that's what your team's predicated on. Yep. And uh, on that same note. I think the most interesting team in the entire draft was the New England Patriots. Oh my god! I don't know what the fuck they were doing. I mean, I hundred percent. No, no, no. Anyone? Yes, it is such old school fucking uh, Bill Belichick. He, uh, you can see what he's doing. Like he's taking the identity that has already been built, which was this whole offensively minded team, and going back and said, "Fuck that." I'm going to get a game managing quarterback, which was what Tom Brady was always meant to be when they got him. Mm. And I'm going to make the fastest, baddest defense I can. Cause like, look at the guys that he got, right? Um, a speedy safety. They get a speedy linebacker, another speedy linebacker, specifically one from Alabama right there, who has made an identity with tall, fast running or linebackers. Um, they got, and then they got, yeah, they got four. So they got four, fast defensive players not to mention they still have one of the best defenses in the league i think that that is going to be a mean team and they're just going to say look whether it be brandon hoyer or jared stidham you are going to be a game manager um you know 
we're going to get the ball and you're going to control clock. We are not going to be trying to run up the score. They're looking to have 21, seven games. It's going to be fascinating. Yeah. I'm excited to see the old school football that he's trying to bring back right now. In a well, very modern sold way. sold it quite well. <sighs> um, I can sell anything. <laughs> I just watched <laughs> The Goods the other day. I don't know what that is. Me neither. Oh, it's, uh, it's an old uh, Jeremy Piven movie where he's a used car salesman. Mm. Oh, they got Miles Bryant. <laughs> oh, and they got J.J. Taylor out of... Uh, Arizona, not not Jonathan Taylor, but JJ Taylor. Yeah, figure that one out. There's a lot of really like similarly named players this draft. Like Lamar Jackson went to the Jets, cornerback from Nebraska. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, he decided to actually change position, like people told him he should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, I guess the the follow up question here is: Do you feel like? Who do you feel had the best draft? Would you say it's the Patriots, Jay? Or like, do you feel like another team really came out on top? I don't. I don't. I don't want to say the one I'm thinking. Let me let me look it over again. Yeah, no. I hate to say this, um, but I really do believe it to be true. I think the Colts had the best draft. They're the, the, the players they got are fantastic. And that's all like every single one of them is going to boost that team. I really think the Colts drafted extremely well. Michael Pittman from wide receiver USC. Uh, they got Jonathan Taylor running back from Wisconsin. Yep. Julian oh, Black. I love Jonathan Taylor. That's a great fucking pick. Yep. Julian Blackman safety out of Utah, who is very good. Yes. Jacob Easton, quarterback, Washington, who I again think is fantastic. Yeah. I, um, I don't know about this guard from Ball State. I know they talked about how, uh, or they talked about him a little bit, but n- not nothing. Um, yeah. Immediately Isaiah. memorable. Yeah, exactly. Um, Desmond Patton or Patman from wide receiver from Washington State. I think he was pretty, pretty solid. Uh, and then Jordan Glasgow, the linebacker Ooh. from Michigan. I know. They got him in the six. <laughs> oh, right. That's a fucking steal. That's what I'm saying. Like they drafted so damn good. And then they got Rodrigo Blankenship. <laughs> yeah. On top, on top of all of that. <laughs> Who was fantastic. He really yeah, was. No, he was. I'm not mm-hmm. disagreeing. So yeah. I, that's, that's probably really. I give, I give mine to uh, the Colts. I think the one that. I didn't pay nearly enough attention to have a vote so immediately passed to david i i think the one that I, I don't know who did the best and i don't know who did the worst i don't know enough about these college players to be able to give you an accurate vote on that what i do think was really interesting uh i'll i'll i will take my time to point out something interesting uh <laughs> was the carolina panthers taking having an all defensive draft oh yeah that oh was weird. interesting did they but, get any udfas that were not i didn't look that's a good question um i'm here to ask the good questions not not really but at the same time like their offense is pretty stout i would say um overall i know it was a weird one overall 
I mean, who's playing but wide really, receiver other than Samuel? I forget. Yeah. And then with the departure of Greg Olson, too, that's a hard one to lose. I mean, they uh, got McCaffrey. Oh, they brought in Robbie Anderson. Oh, that's a good uh, that, that That could be a good one. <laughs> I think it will be good. Yeah, I, I have similar hesitancy, but I, I think he'll he's, be good. He's, yeah, he's just been like 50-50, you know. Um, they got DJ Moore. Curtis yeah. Samuel, Robbie Anderson, Farrell Cooper. Uh, I mean, look at their team. I'm like, yeah, as long as nobody gets hurt. Yeah. Because then, like, it falls off quick. Yeah, it's really interesting because, like, Matt Rule is a very offensive coach historically. See, and I thought that, but I, um, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't clear on that, and it just seemed surprising that he would come in and just be like, you know, what we're gonna do. And maybe this is what he did. Maybe he did the thing that I do when I play. So when I play FIFA, I always want to play as a team that has a really, like if I'm playing as like, you know, just any random team, I want to play as a team Mm -hmm. that has a really, really good goalkeeper because it's the one position on the field that I can't switch to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if he's coming in going, I'm going to control the offense, I want to make sure I don't have to fucking worry about defense. Who's their DC? We'll find out after the break. <laughs> Carrie, give us an ad read. This episode brought to you by Netflix. Our stock has probably risen exponentially and you are completely missing out. But that's okay because the world is crumbling around you, but you still have Parks and Rec. Netflix stock has gone from... 370 on April 9th up to a peak of 439 on April 16th, currently at 424. Okay, yeah. so it hasn't skyrocketed or anything. Um, Just increased six significantly. Ago, they, six months ago, they were at 281. On March 16th, they were at 298, and now they are at 424. This ad read brought to like you a, by the yeah. New York Stock Exchange. It's been popping. It's been popping. <laughs> that's this guy, right? Um, to answer the um, question now, Phil Snow, uh, yeah, who Phil's, was Rule's oh, yeah. uh, defensive coordinator at Baylor and Temple. Uh, oh, that'll do. How come his picture on the official Panthers website looks like a mugshot? Uh, Have you ever gone through people's articles. official pictures on websites? They all look like mugshots. Um, this one's worse. Yeah, we are looking at different pictures. This one is highly photoshopped, and he's wearing Carolina Panthers gear as if he's on the sideline. Oh, honey, no. I'm on panthers.com slash team slash coaches roster. What the fuck? I mean, I have seen a lot of bad headshots, and he looks either hungover or like he's completely over life. Yeah. He looks like. Which is how most mugshots go, actually. Honestly, he looks like uh, Nicolas Cage in 10 years if he never made any money. What has Nicolas Cage done for the last 10 years? That might be the, just Nicolas Cage. Just producing, <laughs> man. Just living his life, bro. They're, they're making a new national treasure. Oh. I thought that was unconfirmed. I I saw the headline and I decided to believe it was true. I will be let down later. Oh, okay. 
another one of those. <laughs> I, will, oh, man. I will gladly sacrifice an extra two hours and ten dollars of my money. Uh, did anybody go undrafted in the first round that you thought would go draft would get drafted or? That's actually yeah no there that were is definitely Moss. some. <laughs> I don't think he was gonna go there. I, I was thinking he was like a four or five. I was surprised how far Troy Die fell. Um, I, I figured, I, having watched him, that dude was a monster on the field. I thought he would have been uh, at least. I, I thought he was at least a day two draft pick, but he didn't go until uh, middle of day three, which was shocking for me. Mm-hmm. Round four to the Vikings. Um, I don't know. I, I can't think of offhand. Let me let me go look at the actual like round by round. I was kind of surprised that Jonathan Taylor went, you know, pick nine in the second. Yeah, round. I, I would probably agree. But then again, if you just kind of look at the general, I guess no. I'm surprised Jalen Hurts went as high as he did. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like JJ or John, Jonathan Taylor was, you know, super snubbed. It's just nobody wanted a running back. Yeah. Because the only the only one taken above him was uh, uh Hilaire. No, there was two. There was Hilaire yeah. and okay. then also um, DeAndre Swift. Oh yeah, which both of those make sense. It I also I wasn't. Don't fault anyone for that. No. No. Is there anyone can't, can't other other that. than Jordan Love or other than kind of the the gimme ones that we've already talked about that you're surprised went as high as they did? I mean, Joe Burrow. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I didn't expect Tua to be the second off the board. I'm not like terribly shocked by it, um, but I or the second quarterback, I should say. Sorry, is what I mean. Um, but I, I was thinking J- uh, Jordan Love was going to be second quarterback taken, and instead he ended up being the fourth taken. Right? Yeah, fourth. Yeah. I didn't expect Ruggs to go above Judy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there are a lot of wide receiver weird things that went weird. Yeah, like the order of the wide receivers was Ruggs, Judy, Lamb, Rager, Jefferson, Ayuk. Yeah. I don't know. I I would have put CeeDee Lamb first, personally. I didn't didn't watch like... Like it's it's no news that I don't watch that much college football, but I felt like like oftentimes the games I watched were Alabama and LSU, so I'm kind of biased here. But I felt like I felt like Judy was my favorite when I saw those highlights of Lamb. I thought he looked amazing. Yeah, and, and I actually liked Justin Jefferson a lot. I don't. I was surprised he fell as far as he did. To be honest, though, my favorite wide receiver that got taken was uh, Lavishka Chenault from Colorado. That dude was a monster. He's fun. Yeah, like the thing with Colorado is like they had three of the best players, but that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <that's> it. <laughs> yeah, it was like Steven Montez, Lavishka Chenault, and then who was the other? Guy? They had one other guy that was just lights out, and it was just like everything else was meh. It's like high school sports <laughs> all over again. Yeah, that's really what it felt like. There were there were a ton of ton of soccer teams, both mine and teams that we played against, 
that it was like, all right, are your four guys going to be able to beat our four guys? And will the other 10 guys do something maybe? Yeah, that's right. Um, And a lot of the greats are like the only player on their team, Mm -hmm. like Jake Locker. Yeah. All three phases of the game and was the best at all of them. Yep. I mean, we, my high school, I wasn't, I didn't do track, but our track team sent three guys to state. We sent our hurdler, we sent our long distance runner, and we sent our pole vaulter. And they came back with fifth place. <laughs> because one person got first Damn. in the, yeah, first in the, uh, first in the two mile, second in the mile. And our hurdler won first in both of his hurdling events. And our pole vault got fifth in the pole vault. And that was enough to get us fifth in state. Sounds about right. Um, well, now I guess what happens next? Like, what, what other sports things do we have? I know Jay's been watching the MJ doc. Like, I don't, I don't know what comes after this now that the NFL draft is over. Like, soccer starts up soon. I think German soccer is starting soon. And I think Arsenal's going back to practice. Really? So nobody, what else is no, coming nobody, up? Nobody else in this room <laughs> has anything to say about soccer? Are you kidding me? Did David die? I think so. I don't so. know like, what I to just, believe. I was just I like setting David up to go on a rant. <laughs> David's just, he was internalizing. We needed to give him a little I, bit of I a just, moment. I don't apparently. know what to believe because on one hand, like Germany's saying they're trying to get back, but like they need the government's approval and like it doesn't look like the government's going to say yes. And then you have other places... Uh, Spain being like, oh, we're going to get back to it, but it also doesn't seem like that's going to happen. And just because like you can't really see how it would happen, especially when those two places are ha- like at such different spots with the virus. And and then you've got England, and players are like getting in trouble for going out and even just training with each other right now, or training just in public. I, I just... The, you will believe the, it when you see it. I, I'll believe it when I see it, basically. I mean, the, the Dutch league already has vacated the season. They said, like, we're not, we're not coming back. Yeah. That's a shame, because everyone loves that Dutch football. The sweet, sweet Dutch league action. Well, no, here's the thing, though. <laughs> because, like, they, they, they kind of do, because Ajax... <laughs> Ajax is a pretty a pretty Jesus. big European team. Uh, I mean, they went all the way to the semifinals of the Champions League last year. Um, For English speakers who don't know who Ajax is, it's Ajax is, is who he's talking about. Yeah, Ajax. Yes. Uh, from from in America, we call them Ajax, but yes, and their silly little country, they're Ajax. It's oh, so, so silly, kids. It's so great when the rules are reversed with how to pronounce things. <laughs> Um, they... It's just such a funny one because, like, if you say IX, nobody knows who you're talking about. Yeah, but as soon as no you say Ajax, idea. they're like, "Oh yeah, I know who that is." Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. You're not wrong. I'm just laughing at the the switch of roles. Um, <laughs> but it, the they didn't just like cancel it and say like you know uh, places are as they are or whatever. Like they voided the season. Nobody wins. Yep. Just like in life. Yeah. <laughs> There's been a lot of that in sports right now. Just 
voiding seasons and stuff. Well, there's all the MLB talk, but again, I just I don't think that that's as possible because like you, like somebody also like was like, oh, NBA in Disneyland. It's like no, that's not that's not fucking like either way. These sports that require to some extent physical contact, yeah, after heavy like physical exertion, it, it's not gonna happen until like. I, I've heard the argument of, oh, well, what if we just quarantine every single player for two weeks? Isn't fucking, that the threshold? I fucking hate that that whole thing. Like, let's quarantine like, no, them, it's and then not. let's have everybody stay in Vegas, or let's have a, it's like, it's so fucking, like, people have families, like, knock that shit yeah, off. Yeah, and they're well, like, well, why can't we just bring the families there? I'm like, because these players are human beings, and we shouldn't be forcing them i mean i i get that there are some of them that want to return back to playing but like well and because if the whole way that this works slave labor the whole way that this works apparently is to keep everybody quarantined once you bring their families then you have to be like okay now your families have to stay inside the whole time so now you've just like created prisoners almost like yeah or you allow them to go freely and move around throughout okay. the time i don't think anybody who's suggesting this is really caring about their personal lives so no that's just, yeah that's, there's no way that anybody like yeah. that this is coming from a place of empathy for the players yeah. it's just, more so either a point of boredom or just like exactly yeah i don't know how you get to like i don't know how you get to seriously suggesting this without thinking of those things it does not make sense to me because if because you're they suggesting don't it, don't care about those players. That's but it's why. one thing to not care, care about, about them; about it's them another thing to ignore the reality of of what it would be, what would have to happen. Yeah, they don't care. Where we're, I think, all of us here individually are very much so in agreement. I think it's mm-hmm. more. Oh you know, no, you have I, the I definitely you. think yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, for now, I'll just re and also like. Okay, I don't know if you guys have NFL Network or anything else, but, like, I don't. I definitely don't. But I've seen all of these people talking about how, like, NFL Network has been like, we're replaying the classics, and it's, like, last year's Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no, come no. on. Play I, actual I think, classic I, games, right? They, I think, they did I think play the a issue, Steelers a lot of it is, um, from the 70s. Yeah, I think the problem is ESPN has a lot of the rights to those things. Yeah, Because, like, Tennis Channel's done the same, the same thing where it's, like, we're going to do U.S. Open Week. And it's like the earliest one I've seen them do was like 2016. Yeah. Um, I think it's just ESPN retains the rights to all those things, uh, especially the classic games. Because I don't know if you've heard, but they have a channel called ESPN Classics. I know. Yeah, and I have no idea where it is on my on my TV. Maybe you just don't have it. It's in the high channels. Yeah. Hey. I uh, it's not how I browse. Yeah, hmm. I only browse the the lower channels. Thank you very much. It, yes. It's around like the SEC network and things like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So. No, yeah, and then like the other thing that people aren't <clears throat> considering too is like, or the the interesting one I heard was I was listening to uh, one of the board members for for Wimbledon talk about you know the they discussed the possibility of the crowdless stadium you know so you can we can play the game but nobody will be there to watch we'll just do it virtually and the thing that he said was you know even to run just that you know just with no it would still take up to around five thousand staff members on site yeah 
um, you know, from anything from janitorial to catering to, you know, the commentators to cameras, all those things. Like, and, and that was the ultimate decision that limited them from being like, no, no, we, we just, we're not going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a lot, a lot of that too. Well, because I mean, you also have like all the fucking, like beyond just general staffing, like you, you have, that's, that's why like labor law exists yeah. so that they can't just go in bring in a bunch of people who are like oh I'll, I'll clean the fucking bathroom just so that we can have sports again like no yeah. you have, have people who have been legitimately like out of work because of all this so it's 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 an interesting i mean i get that to an only purpose that it serves is water cooler talk and that's that's fine i understand it but i just don't like that it still is perpetuating this possibility of like bringing back sports or honestly anything earlier than like other industries like i think ultimately sports will be fine in the long run like people are still gonna want you know your your super bowls and your fucking everything else but when not if yeah Yeah. for other industries it's gonna be fucking nuts bro and on that (laughs) note uh I I am going to hop because I got I have an early day tomorrow. But today is the 25th birthday of Coors Field, where the Colorado Rockies play. Oh, so a happy 25th birthday to my personal happiest place on earth. Hmm. That's also my cousin's birthday. I'll let her know that she shares a birthday with Coors Field. Yes, it is. It is quite quite a lovely little spot up there. So pretty, pretty happy that it exists. There you go. We know. It looks pretty. Otherwise, I have nothing else to talk about. (laughs) In life, yeah. I know. Yeah. Nothing else is going on. You talk about Nolan Arenado possibly being traded to the... There is nothing else going on in life, David. Do you not understand when I say nothing is happening? Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh God! Listen, no, just there's no, there's no fucking way that they could do this to me right now. There's no way. I, I refuse. I refuse to believe it. You can edit this part out, right? Thanks. Sorry.